0: time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. Nine
1: nine on the Steakhouse.
0: Sports Radio 92.9, the game. You had to have it, and indeed you did. Big win for the Falcons yesterday.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Falcons beat the Saints 24-19 at home. Desmond Ritter overcomes turnovers. What's new? 13-21 for 168 yards. A touchdown and two interceptions. But John Robinson, a great day, getting him activated. 16 touches, 91 yards, and a touchdown, and a receiving touchdown. But the storyline stake, Jesse Bates, a pick six, a huge caused fumble in the fourth quarter. And what I saw as well, Jesse Bates saved a touchdown in the third quarter, tracking across the entire field. Total effort play by him. And look, when you see the... Five point victory, those things matter. Jesse Bates, unbelievable effort Yeah. Yesterday. So
0: it was 24 15. 24
1: 15. Sorry, 24-15. I'm looking at 24
0: 19. I'm sorry. 24 15 was the final. Um, but indeed, uh, your stars need to step up. That's what happened. Absolutely. Bijan Robinson's a star. Drake London, a number one pick, making big plays when he needed. And Jesse Bates, right now, is your best football player. Now that Grady Jarrett's done for the year, they made the plays. The Falcons very much in the mix. Although, as we sit here talking about it, Jets are desperate for a win. They've beaten some very good teams this year. Their defense is going to be—that over-under, what's that number? I'm going to predict right now, 34? I was going
1: to say 36 and a half or something like that. Look, here's the deal. The Falcons responded coming out of the bye week. That is absolutely what they needed to do. They're 3-0 in the division. Now it's time to stack a win go up to New York, take care of business. Simple as that.
0: Yeah, everything right in front of you. If you're the Falcons, you're clearly the class of the division. You're 3 and 0 in the division. You got Tampa at home coming up. You got Carolina on the road coming up the division. I'd like to say that maybe the New Orleans game doesn't even matter if you take care of your business having to win the final game of the year in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, that total this weekend 35. Okay. So Falcons you're both I said
0: 34 and a half, yeah, said I said 36. 56. So we landed right in the middle. Georgia and Georgia Tech both with um Their season's still alive, right? Yeah. Tech secured that with a win two weeks ago to get to a bowl game. And Georgia, and what I thought was, and Kirby acknowledged it, that he was not happy with a 7 o'clock start by any means at the Flats. Matter of fact, if you know anything about what was going on in Athens, he went crazy when he found out he had to have a night game when Alabama was going to get a chance to rest four or five more hours, and they had to come back from Atlanta. However, it looked to me watching from afar – now, watching the game in Louisiana, I was there for the Thanksgiving holiday. The energy of under the lights, the competitiveness of that game. Yeah. It felt like a really good night for football in the state of Georgia. No
1: question. Georgia beats Georgia Tech on the flats, 31-23, to extending their win streak to 29 in a row. A spirited effort from Coach Key and the Yellow Jackets on the flats. Georgia on to the SEC Championship, which will surely have a college football playoff berth on the line.
0: Yeah, and Alabama saves their chance to be in the hunt for a national title with another one of those iron ball plays that will live on in history. Live in infamy if you're an Auburn fan. Live is one of the great moments in Nick Saban's run with the Jalen Millroth throw late.
1: Cannot believe that Auburn only rushed two people on a fourth and goal from the 31-yard line absolutely unbelievable, great throw by Milrow, great catch by Bond, but the fact that you didn't make Milrow make a decision in that moment is coaching malpractice.
0: So what's the number now in the SEC? Four time? and a
1: half, I believe.
0: Four and a half? Yeah. And Alabama struggles the way they did against Auburn. I think clearly uh, if Georgia plays their best game. Up to game, five now. Yeah, I was Total's say. 56. Yeah, it probably would have been at four if Alabama had looked good. Now it's up to five. I don't think it's going to go much lower than that. I will say that um, that if Georgia plays the w- the way they're capable of, I don't think Alabama can beat them.
1: Well, look, here's my professional analysis, and we'll get into it in a little bit. Georgia, objectively, is a better football team no than question. Alabama. Jalen Milrow is and will be a problem. That's it. Stop Milrow, win the game. We are a much more balanced
0: offense. We're just a better football team, period, than Alabama. Uh, doesn't mean you're going to win the game. Yeah but it means if Georgia plays their best game they're moving to the semifinals at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans to play probably a Florida State or an Oregon or a Texas. and then yeah and, and being two wins away from another natty here in Atlanta there's a ton more stuff Hawks lose last night in Boston a spirited effort kind of 113-103 Trey Young goes for 33 and um what else do you need to know from the NFL? I don't know. You know what you need to know. The division is what it is. Tampa loses. Carolina loses. Saints lose. Falcons win. Lots more when we come back. It's going to be a busy two hours here on the Steakhouse. When we return, nothing happened over the weekend that was a surprise to me. Nothing. It was a great weekend. The a fun weekend. A great game weekend. No surprises. I'll tell you what I'm talking about when we come back. It's Steak and Drew. Fastest two hours in radio. Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. This is Boomer on Science.